0: Hello, and welcome to Downtime Podcast, episode 163. Today, um, I have a very special guest. My brother, Jordan, is back on the podcast. Welcome back.
1: Hey, I'm back.
0: So, uh, this is going to be a month of special guests because Elisa is out on a shoot in Philadelphia, which she kind of mentioned in, in a previous podcast. Um, maybe she'll be able to tell us in a year or two, maybe two years. Don't know. Um, Mystery. But yeah. It, I'm, I'm thinking Indiana Jones. That's my oh, hope.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's Lucasfilm. So.
0: Yeah. Hmm. What do you think? I mean, it could just be another Star Wars project, but okay.
1: I. Yeah, it's it's it has to be one of those. I don't think it's a new IP. I don't think that Lucasfilm is going to make a yeah. a new IP at this point. Um, yeah, unless know. it's what Willow? Willow. <laughs> so, oh. it's it's uh it's one of those three. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I, I it's got to be yeah. <laughs> or a uh, sequel to the Tuskegee Airmen, I don't know. <laughs> they, sure. they, they they made that movie. Okay. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Why not? Uh, all right. So today we're going to be talking about stuff that we're playing, a little bit of news, and then we got some comments and questions from the community. So, nice, nice. Um, uh, since it's been a while since you've been on here, tell us what you've been playing. Cause I think the last time you talked about games that you're playing, you were playing, uh, Destiny and, um, uh, Hearthstone, and I don't remember the third one. But. Yeah. Uh,. Lately
1: I it's mostly going back to games that I used to play. Uh-huh. Uh so that I like revisiting games I used to play. Most of them multiplayer. So uh went back a little bit to No Man's Sky. They they've had a couple updates. You can get a pet now. Oh, Okay. And your pet will like do stuff for you. Like there's restrictions on what types of animals you can claim sure. as your pet, but any but a lot of the randomly generated animals you can claim as a pet and it'll like follow you around. You can put like equipment on it or it's mostly cosmetic but like one of my pets is like this little squishy looking frog thing that's really really tiny and it just follows me around and another one's like this giant crab that i put like guns on (laughs) wait can they die can your pets die no uh, Okay. wait actually yeah they can get attacked oh i think so or yeah they can get hurt um but if you're in a space station or something they'll they'll show up on multiplayer and so people can see your pets walking around but like if they're giant then they it shrinks them down in the space station so they're not like you don't see like giant Things walking around blocking the scenery. Oh, okay. But yeah, okay. um, and they had some expedition mode, which is not all that great. It's kind of just like you're replaying the game, but some stuff is set up for you. Uh, like like it's it's easier, I guess. I don't know. It's hard to explain. I haven't really fully in- explored it, but it's yeah. like designed for multiplayer. It's sort of like a seasonal thing, like a lot of games are doing now, where like there's a season and then you play throughout the season and unlock like seasonal rewards or whatever. Yeah. So that, but. Other than that, I've gone back to Heroes of the Storm, which is the MOBA by Blizzard. Oh, I didn't know you started um, playing that. Whoa. Yeah, I used to play it a lot in college with some of my friends, and then uh-huh. we took a break for a long time, and then we recently got back into it, and um, it's pretty fun as MOBAs go. Like, yeah. I've never played League. I've never played Dota. Uh, I have no intention to, um, just because I know that those are a lot harder or a lot. There's a lot more to learn, and there's a higher like, uh, yeah, there's a higher learning curve. Mm-hmm. Whereas Hots is seen as like. The baby MOBA, I guess. <laughs> Entry level. Yeah, but yeah. it's it's honestly I like I, I like it. Like it's from what I know from like uh, League and and, and Dota. Uh, in Hots, there's no last hitting, so everyone yeah. shares XP. Oh. Um. There's you don't have to buy items. It's just every time you level up, and and your whole team always levels up at the same time. Um. So every time you level up, you pick like a, a new skill, like a passive or an active skill. Yeah. And you just slowly build it, build those. Um. And there's like side objectives, so it's not just about you know, destroying towers and destroying the, the, the core. Um, obviously, that's what you, the, the the final objective in order to win, but there's also, like, bosses you can capture. Um, there's, like, these, new nu- in some maps, there's, like, nukes you have to get. There's one map where you have to collect a bunch of coins, and you give it to a pirate, and he, like, barrages the enemy vase with cannonballs. So there's a lot more variety. There's one where you can, like, turn into a dragon. Like, you, you have to capture two shrines, and then one of your teammates has to go in the middle and, and touch the shrine, and they become a dragon, and then you attack the enemy vase. So there's, like, a lot of variety. It's really fun. It's really cool. Okay. Um, and if you're really into the Blizzard games, like Overwatch, um, StarCraft, Warcraft, they have a lot of the characters from those games in Hots because it's like it's like they're. It's like a MOBA Smash Bros but for
0: Blizzard characters. Uh, I was like I was like um, ready player one. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, they have okay. a bunch of that.
1: Um so it's, it's it's fun, it's cool. It's it's got a nice aesthetic. So I, 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 again, I'm not really into MOBAs. This is the only MOBA I play, sure. but I like it. It's it's straightforward enough. Okay. Um and other than that, uh played a little bit of Outriders, which is the a new game that came out. Um I only played the demo, but the demo right. it's pretty exclu- it, it's pretty uh inclusive in terms of content like it it they they it's not just like a tutorial like right they go through some of the intro missions they introduce you to the storyline to all the characters um the loot system the mechanics you gotta fight a boss it's like a good i, I didn't i don't i didn't even finish the demo but it's like a good <laughs> like two hours two or three oh, hours worth of the content if you do all of it okay and it's just like yeah it's it's pretty fun and then um i don't know if i'm gonna get the game maybe at some point it's just yeah. it's a looter shooter so it's one of yeah. those games where it's it's you know you gotta grind and it's like uh, destiny yeah it's basically yeah. like destiny if yeah you, uh, except it's there's no PvP. It's mm-hmm. all PVE because um, I know Destiny has like a big PvP scene, but Outriders it's clearly designed to be PVE only. Right. Um. And you know, but it's similar to Destiny. It takes place in space. You got special powers. Right. Right. Um. And yeah, like you pick different classes that do different things based around different elements, whatever. So yeah, it's similar-ish to Destiny, but it's it's it plays more like Gears of War because it's made by the people who developed Gears of War. So oh. it's like hmm. third-person cover shooter. Big bulky characters with huge guns, and you know, everyone's yeah. buff. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> okay. Uh It's uh, it's it's edgy, but it doesn't take itself too seriously. Um, edgy, so, what way? What do you mean edgy? Um, you know, there's like a lot of, uh, there's there's like the I don't want to spoil anything, but yeah, like there's there's some characters who are like, you know, the the dark brooding badass characters. Oh, that, okay, and, I see. And and there's like some characters who like there's this one character who is like this innocent sweet character when you first meet them and then like fast forward like 10 years later and they, they're missing an eye and they're like the badass the badass leader of this this group of uh, like rebels and oh it's, it's very it's, anime I yeah see. it's, it's, it's very, it seems very anime okay, yeah. okay. Um, and yeah it's it's interesting I, I might play it at some point but just sure. I don't have the time right now um, and the game I've been playing a lot lately is Apex Um, I, I noticed that you've been playing that too yeah okay, I'll, I'll talk about
0: that it's <laughs>
1: uh, it's I, yeah me, my, that's, me and my friends went back to it because we've been <laughs> playing a lot of Warzone and we got kind of tired because Warzone kept kind of being the same thing oh over God. and over again Um, And and there's some certain things about Warzone we don't like, but obviously some things that we really like. Um, So we decided to go back to Apex because um, I'll just say it's easier to win at Apex because there's less people. In Warzone there's 150 people, and there's so many mechanics to pay attention to. There's guns you have to (laughs) unlock. You have to get the right attachments for those guns, which means you have to play the game a lot. Whereas in Apex, you just have to be skilled at at the characters. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like you can, in Apex... You obviously you, there's certain things you have to unlock gameplay wise, like the characters, the the champions, but or the legends, I guess they're called. Um, yeah. But uh, the, all the ones that are meta, that are really strong, are the free ones. I yes. noticed, like Bloodhound is in every, <laughs> yeah. like me and my friends, we play we yeah. play ranked, um, mm-hmm. and there's a Bloodhound on every team, yep. on enemy every enemy team, every Definitely encounter necessary. is always a Bloodhound. And, and I I I used to be a Bloodhound main before he before he even got buffed, but I feel yeah. like his buff. Is just too strong, right? It's just way too strong, and, uh, and I hope that they, I honestly hope they nerf him.
0: So, uh, for those that listening, Bloodhound is a character that produces a sonar range that detects where enemies are. It can, he has wall hacks, basically. Yeah, pretty much. He sh-
1: shoots out the scanning beam and it, it gives you wall hacks for a couple seconds, right? But that is enough to just like have a huge advantage over the enemy team. And then if you ult, you get your wall hacks faster, <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> <Which is> great, <laughs> and and
1: it's like it has a huge range. Like yeah. it, you can see so far yeah, away. Yeah, it's it's
0: ridiculous. Yeah, it, it's, it's like it's that's so OP. You don't even need any power-ups for these for these. Yeah, like so every skills. team uses them. At least any team yeah. that's
1: like playing try hard uses them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so you yeah. know my friends we try not to play them that all. like like sometimes I'll play them sure.
0: like but I, I
1: don't want to play sure. a character that I feel like I I have to play because they're good, you know. Yeah. Like uh, sometimes we play Lifeline. Lifeline's pretty meta too because she has the the combat that's, revive. Yeah. yeah. Um but uh sometimes we also play like the more fun characters but it's just like harder it makes it harder to win just because they're oh, situational
0: yeah and and you know you spam the same characters all the time so yeah. the, you get good at them and so do the other people and they just you know you're you're putting yourself up against the people that are using the exact same things and yeah you're, that's it you know like there are other people that can like you know jump high or fly and there's like grenade barrages and stuff yeah and those are useful but like they don't beat wall hacks <laughs> yeah <know>? yeah like <laughs> one of my friends he plays rampart
1: yeah. And nobody plays Rampart. I've only ever seen like another enemy Rampart like out of like a hundred games, maybe like five times. What does Rampart do? I know she, she builds up she has these walls. Like she builds up like a barrier, okay. a wall. Which sounds pretty good. Um and she and her ult is like she pulls out a turret. Like she pulls out a turret, like a mounted turret, and she can shoot from it, which sounds really badass. Right. But it's super situational because uh. it's one of those she's one of the defensive characters where you, you have to hunker down and you yeah, you defend yourself like like in a building or whatever, but it's like, it's most of the game involves a lot of movement, like moving right. from place to place. So it's just not that useful, you know? Um, yep. so if anything, caustic is more useful just because he can just throw his stuff down and walk away. And it's more offensive because like if people run into it, they get hurt, but his ramparts just, you put up a wall that blocks people's path, but they can just blow it up. Right. So I don't know. She's honestly not that good in my opinion. Um, I hope that they buff her to make her more viable. Um, I've been playing a lot of fuse, the yeah. new character, because I, I think he's fun, but he's also situational. Because he's yeah. very reliant on having grenades. And if yes. you don't have the grenades, then his abilities are kind of just okay.
0: And you need room in your inventory to save for grenades. Yes. But you also have to worry about
1: ammo and attachments. Yeah, and, you have yeah. to have a good backpack. Yeah. Um, even though he has double the grenades, you still sure. need a decent amount of grenades. Um, so, But but he's really fun because his he can shoot grenades so far, like across the freaking map. Um, and, yeah. and, and if you have arc stars, it's really easy to peg people with the arc stars because you just aim at them, and it, it shoots really fast and, and straight. So you just peg people with arc stars, and that's always fun. His ult is also kind of situational. Like, you have to drop it on a person or, like, around an area that... It, it's it's one of those ults that, like, you need a high ceiling or no ceiling. Like, you, it's really hard to use indoors. But, right. I mean, you could say that about, like, Bangalore or uh, Gibraltar who have, like, the
0: airstrike ults. Um, or like, or uh, Lifeline, who whose ult requires yeah Lifeline's <laughs> ult is is not
1: great to be honest. Yeah, like it's very RNG based. You're ever only ever going to use it in the beginning. Yeah. Um, but I think she's really strong as a champion or a legend, anyways. Yes. So it's fine. That, that healing she, is OP. Yeah, the he, it's pretty good Yeah, the healing drone. You can just survive in the ring in the first few rings. Yeah. Um, and uh, her combat res with the shield is really strong, and she's also a small character, so she's hard to hit. So I think yeah, it's fine that she has a sucky ult. Um, but some characters, it's just, like, their ults kind of suck, and their abilities are just okay, and I don't know. It's just... I've been playing Revenant, too, and he's okay, too, but again, he's not, like, meta. Like, his silences can be pretty powerful, but you have to land it. Um, and his ult is alright. It's like he puts down a totem that if you die, you respawn at the totem, but you can only use it once. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's, like, good for rushing people, but if the people you're fighting against are pretty good shots, then you're just gonna die and respawn, and it's kind of wasted. Yeah. Um... But yeah, the the ones I see the most are, Bloodhound, Lifeline, Wraith, yes. and Pathfinder, and that mm-hmm. might be just be because they're free, um, but also the fact that they're really good, which I guess is a, it's good that the free characters are are meta or the free characters are the good characters, but still, I just kind of wish that um, they they buffed some of the new characters because they're just kind of whatever. Oh well. Horizon is is probably one of the new characters that's used a lot, just because she has the ability to launch people up, mm-hmm. and that can be used to disorient enemies, or it can be used to take your team to a higher location. Which right, um, one of my friends pointed out, uh, she is the only character where that's not her ultimate; it's just her tactical ability. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like you know, uh, let's say um, Octane, he has a jump pad that his team can use, or Pathfinder, he has a gra- uh, 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 what do you call it, a zip line that his team can use. But those are all ultimates. So they have to wait a long time to charge those. Right. Whereas uh, Horizon, hers is just a tactical ability. It's not even her ultimate. So she has the ability to get her team up to places without having to use an ult. So it's kind of op, I think. Yeah. Um. But we'll see. Like I see her used a lot just because of that. So. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, that's
0: that's who I've been playing. What about you? Oh my god. Okay. So let me let me backtrack a little bit here. Um, So, a long time ago, you mentioned to me on this podcast as Mm -hmm. well that you started playing Apex. Yeah. And, you know, when it first came out in 2019, I was like, kind of turned off because we played so much uh, PUBG Mobile together with our cousins. And, you know, I had there was this rush I had and there was so much adrenaline pumping in me when I played it. And, you know, we kind of fell off. It was natural, you know, like the game just kind of like it grew it grew like there was a new map and stuff but Mm -hmm. i don't know it just it it wasn't the same as it was before and i don't know i think uh, i think our cousins and and us kind of just uh stopped playing it because we found other games you know yeah um that being said you know i kind of still wanted to play a battle royale but i also didn't want to play PUBG mobile and i tried other ones there was that free one i figured it was called like some it was like a mobile game but also a desktop game it was like made by some chinese company that's very vague because there's a lot of battle royales like that um yeah uh, so I played that, that was okay. Uh, didn't, I only played it for like a couple hours and I was like, no, nah, this isn't for me. So fast forward to two days ago when my friends were like, hey, you should try Apex. I was like, no. And they're like, oh, we're all, we're all starting. We're all suck. And I was like, all right, I guess I'll start. <laughs> you guys, <laughs> well, it turns out one of my friends, he's not starting. He, he's he been playing for a little bit cause he's like mm. level 30 and you know, I'm just like lowly little level two or level one now, yeah, oh, yeah. level one before and I'm like level 10 now, but uh, yeah, so my, it was myself, another another friend who were just starting out that day and then uh, like our, our veteran player. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're all terrible at the game, right? <laughs> so my first match, um i didn't have a gun i was like searching around i was like i don't know where to get the guns because i they you know i just wanted to go in head first and not really think about what to play or like what to where, where mm-hmm. to get things from i knew the basic controls because it's you know similar to titanfall in a way um yeah. that being also a side note apex legends is part of the titanfall universe it's a spin off game um it's a battle royale game yeah i i know I already, I already mentioned that but um so um i'm I run, I don't have a gun, right? I see an enemy, they're running right at me, they're shooting at me, mm-hmm. I start punching them, and then I knock them, they're down, I'm mm-hmm. like, yo, let's go! And then some dude shoots me, and I get knocked down. Um, and then, uh, my teammate comes up, sh- knocks that person that knocked me down, shoots the person in front of me and then shoots me until I'm dead. And then someone shoots them and then they have died. Then they died. And then my other dude's like, yo, wait, that's, you can't do that. Like, <laughs> that's Jeremy. What are you doing? <laughs> so I just got, he unloaded everything in my butt. <laughs> I was like, dude, oh and we gosh. all, we had, we had a good laugh. Um, <laughs> uh, so my first game ever was me being team killed by my own teammate. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, so yeah and so since then I, I don't know I've had this rush about the game I've been, I'm really liking it so far yeah <laughs> so it's
1: kind of good that you didn't play when it first came out yeah. because it was just plagued with like optimization and crashing issues like, it would oh, just crash I heard yeah yeah. like me, me and my friends we loved that game because, yeah. and we were, we were decent at it at least yeah. when it came out like we would get a couple wins that, like you know we our goal was to try to get one win per night like we would, oh we would play until we god. got one win per night oh my god but, like it would crash all the time and we yeah. just we would just yeah it would just suck because like yeah you, you're just in the middle of a game you're about to win or like you're you're close to winning you're one of the last three teams then one of you disconnects oh. and then you can't rejoin and then wow. and then yeah I, I think now they added rejoining like if you disconnect it'll reconnect to, oh, you, that's um, to the game as long as you're not dead um but yeah like but back then it was just like you disconnect you're gone now you're just down a man and it's just like it sucked and i i haven't had a crash um since playing recently now so that's good Mm -hmm. um but it does feel a lot harder because there's like a bunch of new guns and there's new characters and there's a new map they added Mm -hmm. um and some new mechanics they changed some things um and like there's a new armor system too technically uh, and yeah, it's it's there's just kind of a learning curve to le- have to learn everything all over again. Um, and if you play ranked late at night, like me and my friends do, it's very sweaty. Like, oh, everyone, everyone's trying... There's, like, there's a bloodhound on every team, yeah. everybody's using all the meta weapons, and it's just like, oh, I'm, sh- I'm just trying to have fun here. Yeah. It's like, when, when me and my friends, we play the like the normal quick play mode, we, we actually feel like we can win. We either get in top 10, or sure. sometimes we'll get wins, like, not too far apart from each other. Yeah. When we play ranked, we'll die in, like the first five minutes like constantly just because oh, we'll man. drop in and there'll be like three other teams and we'll, we'll be able to take out a team but then someone jumps on top of us and right. there's just nothing we can do and it's just like, fuck, right. like, what, I don't even know what to do. Like sometimes they'll be like, oh, let's land here. No one, like this is kind of a boring spot. No one will land here. Yeah. And immediately there's like three teams. Yep. And I'm like, what do we do? We're like, yep. what, are we supposed to, what are we supposed to do in this situation? Like I, all I got is a Mozambique. Like, yep, you know? yep. And so it's just like, <laughs> it's just some of it's RNG. Yes. Like we used to go a lot for the hot zone but the hot zone is very rng. It's yes. like even if you're good, you have to ex- you have to get lucky and get a good gun or get yeah. armor because if someone of old, like equal skill level around the same skill level as you has a gun and armor, they're, obviously they're going to beat you because that's the kind of game it is. It's sure, sure. in in something like Warzone, everyone has the same amount of armor, right? So, it's kind of just depending on what guns you have, and uh, that's, uh, for the most part, there's a lot of different viable guns, sure. um, but, like, everyone has the same amount of health and armor, so you can, if you're equal scale, it's kind of just who gets the better shots, right? Mm-hmm. Um, whereas in Apex, you could be really good, but if you have, like, you know, the the white armor, and someone has, like, purple armor, then they they have a better chance at beating you, you know? So, mm-hmm. there's that mechanic of it that makes it a lot more challenging than, like, uh, or not challenging, but different from other Battle Royales, is, yes. like, this is you know there's the armor mechanics uh, of it and then yeah it's just like there you have to be good at certain knowing how to use certain guns like i am not good at sniping at all um oh, but mm-hmm. i i i with if you put a shotgun in my hands <laughs> then you know I'll, I'll blow people away but like yeah. i cannot do long range but close range i i prefer close range weapons i, I um, i'm the
0: designated sniper on my team nice, like i nice. yeah anytime i find like a, a a triple what is it called triple, triple take, take? Yeah, yeah that's that's my preferred one and nice. I, I usually run, like, with light ammo or heavy ammo and then with sniper. So whenever my teammates find a sniper, they're like, oh, this is for you. I'm like, hell yeah. So it's good to have someone that can do long range, you know. And I kind of just yeah, seated myself as that person because it's it's good to, like, look really far away and, like, start picking off people from, like, you know, where we are. Um, uh, the one thing I like about Apex is the ping system. I think oh, that's really yeah. cool. It's
1: re- yeah, um, like, other games have it now, but I'm pretty sure Apex they introduced de- it. Yeah, yeah they defined the it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and they were the first battle royale to introduce a revive system. Yeah, Cause I before, heard about Because yeah. like other battle royales like PUBG and Fortnite, the two main ones at the time, it was like you die, that's it, you're done. So like what's the point of even staying in the game? You yeah. Know, like like you just watch your friend or random just keep playing. Like what's the point? Yeah. Whereas Apex, it was like you can actually come back. Um, and I remember like when we first started playing, that was really common for us to, uh, you know like. Uh, Two people would die, but the third person would grab our banners and resurrect right. us, and it was pretty, pretty straightforward. Yeah. Now I find that that's harder, just because teams are better about like completely killing everyone. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. I, yeah. it's very rare <laughs> on a only like one out of every ten games. Maybe we'll get a single revive, yeah. or if, if if anything, um. But yeah, it's a lot harder to revive people. And playing Warzone, I actually like the way that Warzone does it, where it's like you buy people back, so you earn money throughout the game in Warzone. Mm-hmm. Um. And if your teammates die. Then you just go to a revive station or buy station, um, and you just buy them back. You don't have to like walk up to their body and grab something because people will just camp their bodies, you know, right, like, right? Which people do, and there's no time limit like in Apex, where you know you have to get their body within like a minute or so, otherwise they're just gone forever. Um, so I kind of like the revive system in Warzone, um, but I guess it makes more sense uh, for Warzone because it's a bigger playfield. You know, there's 150 people. Right. Whereas in Apex, it's smaller, so it, the revives should be harder. Um, but yeah, I don't know the revive system. It's, it's really hard to revive people. Cause I notice a lot of people just camp bodies and it's just annoying. It just like there is a revive system, but it's just hard to pull off.
0: Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Um, Cool um i so my friends and i are downloading uh call of duty Warzone Warzone as we speak because we just want to try it out so thank you yeah. for the tips uh yeah. we're probably gonna hate it because we also we all hate it's... apex <laughs> we like yeah. playing it when yeah we hate I, yeah me and my friends we have a we have a love hate relationship with apex yes. like it's, it can be
1: so frustrating sometimes where it's just like yes. you land and you just don't have the loot and you just immediately get shot because yep. you just don't have the gun yeah. um or like you do have a gun and then two people just beat you to death and just yep. so you just can't do anything or you down like yeah you down some people and then yeah a third party just comes in um and i think in warzone because the map is bigger getting third party is less common i would say um but one thing about warzone versus apex is uh and maybe you'll like this is sniping is much is much more common in Warzone, just because it is a huge map and there's, mm-hmm. again there's 150 people right so there's a lot of sniping but what's interesting about a war is um they have sniper glint so if someone is scoping you you'll see like a, a sparkle and dis- oh no nice. like a glint in the distance so right. you know that you're getting aimed at um whereas in like apex someone could shoot you out of nowhere um but I, at least again this is sort of a difference thing not necessarily better or worse um in apex I think there's only one gun that can one shot you, which is the Kraber Yeah, like, with a headshot, it has to be a headshot, and it's only the Craver. Whereas in Warzone, there's a couple of weapons that could probably kill you like with less in less than a second, mm-hmm. right? Like the time to kill is much faster in Warzone, so that's another thing to be like wary about. Like the TTK is really, really fast. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But there's vehicles. I mean, there's vehicles in Apex too, but that's they're not, they're really, not really they're vehicles. not cool. They're yeah. not cool vehicles. <laughs> yeah. Whereas in um, Warzone, vehicles are there's much more prominent like there's a big armored truck you can drive there's like jeeps you can drive there's atvs there's helicopters yeah um there's a train that you can't drive but you can ride on it okay Um, it goes around the map um that's kind of fun because there's like a bunch of legendary chests on the train so some people will you know how in Apex, there's that one map with, like, the moving ship, and you can jump yes, on that. Yes, yes. Yeah, it's kind of like that, but in Warzone, it's a train, and, yeah. And you can fly around the helicopters. You can crash. You can jump out of the helicopter and land it on people. Like, like you fly oh. the helicopter towards someone, and you ba- everyone bails out, and you use the helicopter as, like, a missile. And you crash <laughs> <at> <laughs> That's people. so cool. So you can do that. Uh, and there's, like, all these fun game modes in Warzone. Like, yeah. uh, they haven't brought it back yet, but I don't yeah. know what it's called, but what me and my friends refer to it as uh, battle trucks. So it's, like, every team has a truck, and... The circle moves really really fast, so you have oh. to be in the truck. You can't just walk around on foot. Um at least when the circle is cl- in between circles. Um and you drive around the you drive around the map and you can keep respawning as long as your truck is alive. Oh wow. So you're, you're supposed to protect your truck and it's just it you know, a normal game of Warzone is like people s- sneaking around. I mean, obviously you have people who run and gun and jump around and right, right, hop right, everywhere. Right. But then a lot of people it's like, you know, sneaking around, sniping, you know, going from building to building. Um, whereas the Battle Trucks mode is like just fast and furious people jam- right. driving into each other Lmgs and rocket launchers everywhere it's wow. it's, it's insane high intensity it's, gameplay. yeah it is absolutely insane it's awesome but I, I haven't it. seen them bring that mode back but I hope they do
0: because it's it's amazing sounds like it's got to be a permanent thing like yeah I, hope they I, do. I don't know we'll see and then there's like no. a mode
1: called blood money or plunder where it's like it's it's more uh, it's not a battle royale. It's more of like uh, you go around the map and you collect money, and the goal is to collect the most money. You keep respawning every time you die, but the mm-hmm. goal, but you lose money when you die. So the goal is to like collect as much money as possible. I mean, that one's just a good way to level up your weapons. So if you if you don't plan on buying um, Call of Duty, if you just want to play the free uh, Warzone, then uh, I recommend playing Plunder slash Blood Money or whatever it's called now um, to just level up your weapons because that's the best way to just get XP if you're pl- a free player.
0: Okay, yeah, I'll do that for sure. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for the tip. Um to answer your original question though, I've been playing I started as Bloodhound in Apex mm-hmm. and then I switched over to Lifeline and that's kind of who I'm switching between right now. Um, I kind of want to try other characters, but um, for because my other teammates, they play one plays as Loba, the other one plays, oh, yeah, yeah, because of the black market stuff. Yeah, which is my, really helpful. I have a friend who's a Loba main, and it's yeah. super helpful. But not that,
1: I don't see that many enemy players player though. Yeah, yeah, interesting, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, it, it's very useful because you don't have to go through the the replicator, which is yeah, nice. and it's it's
1: safe. Like if you're yeah. in an area that you think is dangerous, you just put it down. And you can grab whatever you want. Exactly, exactly.
0: Um, so. Loba, the other one plays as Wraith, or they're trying, like literally earlier, like like 30 minutes ago, 45 minutes ago, they were, we were playing a game, and uh, he was playing as uh, Fuse, so he's trying out Fuse, nice. but he mostly plays as oh, the robot dude, I forget his name. Pathfinder? Uh, yeah, yeah, Pathfinder. Um, like, okay, swear to God, 45 minutes ago, we, we just won a game like nice. <laughs> together and <Nice>. I, <laughs> this is what happened. So we didn't have to find any actions about the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that's just how battle royales work. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I've had the games so like that. We become the last team without like seeing anybody. We, we dropped at Hammond labs and we just went all the way to bonsai. We're mm-hmm. like, all right, cool. And then the, the ring closed around us. So we got kind of lucky there so we found a replicator started getting our stuff and like, oh shoot they're here so we turn around they're, they're guns blazing at us we're gun blazing, we're like shooting back at them mm-hmm. um, I knock one the other two knock the other two uh, but then um, one self revives she gets up and starts fighting again and it's just me and her and my other team it's reloading she's reloading I'm like you know what fuck this i just start meleeing her and i knock her (laughs) right and then the other two are about to self-revive and we shoot them and then we win i'm like yo let's go nice (laughs) my favorite thing to do is to melee people because like there's that awkward moment when you're shooting at each other and you're both reloading. I'm like, you know what? I could just go in there and, and do something about it. Yeah. So I like to run in there while they're reloading and just start punching them and then usually, usually most of the time I get a knock and I'm like, let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. As long as you break their shield, you can down them with a couple punches. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's it's great. So that's my favorite thing now is Lifeline. I just run in there I start punching them and then start healing in front of them. <laughs> <laughs> just- <Nice. laughs> Oh yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah. So I'm getting that rush again for for you know experiencing uh, battle royales. And uh, again, I'm I'm downloading Call of Duty Warzone. So yeah, let me know uh, how it goes. Yeah, I will come to you for for advice if I need help with anything. And yeah. maybe I'll see you in, in Apex. Maybe we'll be fighting each other. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> Who we'll knows, see. right? <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Okay. So those two um, are what I'm playing, or I'm about to play Warzone, but I'm playing Apex now. Um. Kind of. Fallen off of Dead by Daylight for now. That's I always talk about this game. Um, this is yeah. a staple of mine, and I played it for like a year and a half, every day, mm-hmm. like nonstop. And I don't know, I feel fatigued. You know when you feel fatigued when you're playing the game. Yeah, when you,
1: that's how I am with Destiny. Yeah. Like I played Destiny for almost two years now, maybe. Um, and yeah. it's just I don't know. It was really fun in the beginning, and it's had its bursts of joy. Um, but like this latest season of Destiny, there's just nothing to, that that it offers me. And yeah. just And my I had some friends who played. Um, and they played for, like, two weeks, and then they are just like, all right, we got everything we wanted <laughs> out of this. And the, and the yeah. seasons usually last, like, three months. so it's just oh. like a, And so, like, I don't know. I'm feeling the Destiny 2 fatigue. I might come back to it when the raid, the new raid, comes out, or it's technically an old raid from Destiny, uh-huh. uh, Destiny 1. But uh, I never played Destiny 1, so I don't. It's yeah. a new raid to you. <laughs> yeah, so it's new to me. Um, but so I'll probably play it when the raid comes out. But otherwise, like, yeah, I'm just burnt out on Destiny.
0: Yeah, no, I feel it. And, you know, sometimes it's going to take a break for a long time and come back to it and be like, oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so for Dead by Daily, they released an update where, um, uh, they like changed the way the UI looks. They mm-hmm. added graphical updates. Um, they changed the way that your character moves. Like animations are different, a, bit, a lot more fluid. Um, so like when you flashlight somebody, the camera will actually look like a third person shooter. So it's a little bit more accurate, okay. but that's kind of thrown off a lot of people because they're used to the, the old way of flashlighting killers. So they have to adjust to where to point the flashlight now and for how long, um, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, why of, is there a reason why they made all these changes? Um, so, you know, Dead by the has been out since 2016. yeah. And by this time, they would have had at least a sequel, right? Um, yeah. So they're the type of... They're a rare developer where they just keep updating the current game. So um, they're doing graphical updates, UI updates, and animation updates just to keep it fresh. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, adding new things, the, the ability to add new characters... Um, I'm also assuming that because the game's code is old and a lot of the original coders left, they kind of have to like look through the spaghetti code, decipher what's going on. Because every time they push an update out, there's always something that's broken and no one knows why. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think it's a lot of the developers just like figuring out the code or modifying the code and making it better for future releases. Um, That being said, in June... They're doing a uh, collaboration with De- uh, with Resident Evil for the 25th anniversary. Oh. So there's going to be a Dead by Daylight Resident Evil crossover. So is there, well, who's the killer then? No one yeah. knows. It's, it's going it's to be all up Mr. X. X. Is it going to be uh, Nemesis? It could be uh, Lady Di- something. <laughs> the, 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 the big lady that okay. everyone wants uh, to be stepped on. <laughs> uh, that would be interesting if yeah. they made her the ridiculous. It, it would be servicing a lot of fans yeah. if they did that. Dimitrescu? Something like that. I forget her name. But uh, Resident Evil 8. Looks cool. The demo came out. I didn't play it. I watched a friend play it, and mm-hmm. um, I mean, the demo was fun. There's a lot of like walking, uh, it, like looking around, and uh, like there's a small combat part. But other than that, it kind of just ends because it's a 30 minute demo. And mm-hmm. then apparently they're going to be releasing another part of the demo uh, next week or a week after, as of the recording of this podcast. So we'll see what happens. I'm kind of curious. I, I kind of want to play it. I already have it downloaded on the PS4, Wait, but did I you play seven. I didn't beat it. I need to beat Seven. I'm like yeah. halfway through Seven. And uh, yeah. Seven was cool though. Yeah. Seven was awesome. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's a different take on the game. Like it, it's a I'm first person and all that.
0: Right. Right. And you know, it's... it's the Eight has the same character as Seven. It's the same protagonist. Yeah. But they also have like a uh, Chris Redfield. Right. Right. Who
1: apparently looks really different from he did in Seven. <laughs> like, yeah. He looks like a completely different character.
0: Yeah. It's, it's like they changed the actor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know why. Like that. Uh, But yeah. So he's... He's there. He's like a main supporting character. I don't know what his what his role is exactly, but uh, so he plays the original guy, Ethan Winters. Uh, interesting name. He's just a dude. Like literally in the first in seven, they're like, okay, they're not. We're not gonna have Ethan talk too much because we want to the player to imprint themselves on this character, which which worked, right? Because mm-hmm. it feels like you're actually there. But now in eight, they're like, we want to give Ethan like more lines. We want to develop his character more. So now he's more than just a faceless uh, character. Because if you look at the key art for. For uh, for Ethan Winters, it's just like a dude, a dude's body with like his face is all like blacked out because it's supposed to signify oh you are Ethan Winters, you yeah, know. Yeah. But now they're, um, you're slowly introducing what he's gonna look like, maybe, um, and what his character is, what his his motivations are. Um, so okay, okay. eight apparently is like Chris Redfield like kidnaps Ethan Winters and takes him to some European village. He's like go go help me. It's yeah, like I'm, <laughs> Yeah, I'm curious what's going on there
1: because yeah. the Resident
0: Evil game has like a crazy storyline. Yeah, but, so yeah. you know. They're, they're about it's about like viruses right it's about uh, pharmaceutical yeah, companies and but
1: four was more about like parasites
0: so i don't know it's, it, it sure changes. but it yeah. still came from a virus yeah you know right. and and eight looks a lot more like van helsing inspired than it does science fiction yeah. which is going to be interesting to look at because you have a giant tall lady who's apparently a mutant which you know makes sense in a in a medicine perspective yeah. you have this like huge fat dude who's like the he's called the duke and he like sells weapons um and i'm like okay this is the very like cartoonish like if you think about it, like it's cartoony, but like it's not because it's supposed to be, you know, aesthetically different. Yeah. Um, and then um, yeah, and then I, I'm I'm excited for for those games to come out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean for for the for Resident Evil Eight to come out and the DLC for for uh, Dead by Daylight because I think it's gonna be cool. Maybe in June I'll hop back on. I think I'm gonna take a long break until June and then just be like, all right, cool, we're gonna start playing um some Dead by Daylight again because it, it looks fun. Yeah, with uh, the new yeah. characters
1: yeah there's a lot of games that i personally will eventually go back to like path of exile was yeah. one i played a I have like a, over a thousand hours on that game yeah. uh and it's like i felt kind of burnt out on it for a while and then i went back and, me and my friends played for a little bit uh for heist league which was like the beginning of this year and then yeah. we got then a new league came out and we were just like oh, we're just gonna wait um, yeah. so i'm just waiting for path of exile 2 to come out but yeah like, sure there's a lot of games that uh you know are in the backlog or like are eventually going to return to, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel it. Um, Other than that, uh, a couple more games that I've been playing kind of on and off, um, one more than the other. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2. Oh, yeah. I, I've got the Old Master skin for Darth Maul and the Farm Boy skin for Luke and the Princess skin for Leia. Nice. And now I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> like I'm <laughs> done with things. Because all of those need 5,000 kills with here any hero on either darker light. So uh-huh. what's nice about the Farm Boy and the Princess skins are You can get them at the same time because they both require five thousand kills. But as long as you play as any hero, then you can kill anybody and then get both of those concurrently. Um, Okay. Yeah, but old master is a little bit more difficult because you know if you whatever mode you play depends on the timeline or the mode. So for example, if you were to play co-op, which is just against bots, those kills Mm. count against the the, getting those skins. Um, uh, So you'd have to like think about which which person is the best for getting more kills. And I found out that, yeah. um, you know, some people would choose um, uh, Boba Fett because he's got rockets and, um, you know, he can fly around, which is mm-hmm. nice. Um, people would choose Iden Versio because she has her alt fire, which is a grenade launcher, which is pretty nice too. I used that for a while. Yeah. But the actual best person to get the most, the most kills okay. in a single match is Emperor Palpatine because he has a chain lightning oh, skill. lightning. Yeah, and you can upgrade it so it, it chains more people, does more damage. And you can upgrade the lightning hand so that it reaches further. Then you just got, you just, you're just done. Like that's, that's it. Like he, he, he's Dang. so OP. Yeah. Um, he doesn't have any defense. So you just have to run away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can do yeah, a yeah. firefight, but if you chain lightning at the right time, you'll get so many people and they'll all die. Um, was insane. Yeah. And on the, on the light side, I found that Lando Calrissian is the best person to get, chain kills with because he has um i think it's called dead eye where you just auto aim at a bunch of people and then just shoot them and you get like 20 kills at once it's so it's so op um and the best levels are like jabba's palace and uh uh what's it called and Endor and the, there's a bunch of other like different levels have
1: you played the Ewok Hunt mode not yet I need to oh, I need to it's so good I know I know you're telling have me you, about it it's like yeah, a horror game it's like a horror game <laughs> it's like all of us all the social enemies are like holding out in this one like fortified location we're like we got to do, and then the dropship comes. We're like, We got to go, we got to go, and you just hear the whoa, whoa, yeah. you hear a little screaming, the little ewok screaming, you're like, We gotta
0: get out of here, they're coming. And then we just got wiped out. Oh like, no,
1: it, it, you cannot see anything, it's yeah. so dark. It's pitch black. Like, it, if you're an ewok, it just looks like a normal map. I mean, it's, 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 it's dark, but like, you sure, know, sure, you, you walk around, you see everything. But if you're a stormtrooper, you cannot see anything unless you use your flashlight, and it's right. so scary. Oh, it's such a great mode. Yeah, your because your field of view is also kind yeah, of reduced. Yeah, it's Call of Duty Zombies. It's, <laughs> zo- it's zombies. Like you're playing zombies. That's awesome. <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah. I'm going to have to look into that. Um, yeah. Cause like you know with all this Apex going on, I don't know if we're gonna have time for that. But yeah. I want to, I do want to play it still. Yeah. Uh, and the final game I'm playing is also technically a battle royale, Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, they introduced squad mode. Have you heard about that? Really? Yes. The squads now? Yeah. So you can have four people in a squad, and every if you win, everybody wins a crown. It's amazing. It's, That's I've, cool. I've we've won so many crowns together. Like it's so good because like they have all the regular games, right? Yeah. But a lot of, like, it's mostly team-focused because there, I think there's some that are individual-only. But I have seen, like, what Fall Mountain, what I think it's the one with the crown at the top you have to uh-huh. run towards. I've seen that once in squads. So it seems like every single map is in squads, but they do rotations, and it depends on RNG. Mm-hmm. A lot of the maps are going to be similar. So, like, we always get, like, uh, like Night Fever or, uh, or DoorDash or Gate Crash, like, stuff like that. We always get those kinds of maps. But... Um, uh, we've noticed that there are some that will come in, like, sometimes. So the one where you have to remember stuff, like mm. the logic one, where, you, you know, it'll flash the fruit on screen. Yeah, and you have to jump yeah. on the right panel. Like, that. that's a common one, too. Or, like, one where you have to push the snowball down. Um, yeah. So it's... Squads is a lot more fun. It's easier. Like, it makes the entire game easier. And nice. that is the, the best way to play. Because if you play regular the regular show, you know, everyone's every man for themselves, right?
1: Yeah. So, so in squads... Um, does your entire squad have to be eliminated for you to be eliminated? Or? No,
0: no. So the way it works is um, uh, when, when you start your match, everyone every squad starts at zero points. Mm-hmm. And you accumulate points by getting to the finish line first. Yeah. And as the more that the map goes on for time-wise, um, the less points you receive. So let's say that you're first, right? You get 59 yeah. points. You're second, you get like 49 points. Mm-hmm. But if you're 12th, you only get like two or three points, depending on... Oh, okay. the, yeah, ov- 12th overall... Um, in your squad position, depending on the other squads, mm-hmm. and you'll see like in the top right corner, um, the amount of points oh, your so squad So you just is get knocked
1: it. out depending on how much points your team has. Right. So if you oh, okay. if
0: you get knocked out on a survival map and you're eliminated from that one, your teammates still can fight for you, and you you get a position. So it'll say. Um, it'll say 12th and it'll have a little exclamation point meaning that like you are in a danger zone you need to either kill people or you need to survive longer than other people to see if you can uh, if, you, if you can get that position so mm. um, the first match out of out of 12 squads only 10 or not i'm sorry like what is it like 12 squads yeah out of 12 squads only 10 can make it through to the final and after that it's seven squads then four and then three and then two and then you're you're the winner but it depends too because sometimes if there's mm-hmm. four squads left you might be playing uh tail tag or it'll it'll direct you to hexagon which you have to like oh, survive yeah i know yeah, that one yeah exactly so um yeah it it's really depends like it, it's fun because they always change it up it could be five rounds it could be six rounds total it could be four rounds total you know mm-hmm. um and no, I, I recommend it because... Cool. yeah, Yeah, because I, mean, yeah, I have it, and we, I played a little bit. Um, tell three of your buddies, just be like, yeah. yo, guys, we got to play Fall Guys. It's, yeah, it, it's yeah. so satisfying. Have you
1: run into hackers? Because I when my friends and I played, it wasn't super common, but every so often we'd see some very obvious people who were just, like, speed yes. hacking, or they would fly, or, you know, like, they would just do something that's clearly not meant to be in the game. Right.
0: So the developers have actually done a really good job where um, they, will, uh, they will actually auto auto uh, ban or like auto remove people Um, so sometimes we'll see people just floating in midair in the sky but behind the start line Mm -hmm. Um, because I I think that's the game um, detecting that someone's cheating and then automatically putting them in like an area that no one can access Mm-hmm. because in the match if you finish you can see all the other players right yeah and then sometimes i'll cut to different players and i'm just like okay let's see who's around let's see who's left it'll cut to some dude floating and glitching in midair and t- sometimes there's two people i'm like okay maybe that's the way the game's way of auto detecting hackers and then just like dumping them to the side and waiting for the match to finish so that they're automatically out you know it automatically makes their squad uh, lose okay because you can't just kick someone out of the game in the match you have to like leave them in the match wait for the game the match to end and then you can kick them out yeah um so this is their way of doing that, and they've okay, said in the past okay, okay. that uh, MediaTonic is the developer. They've said in the past that uh, uh, they they have a really like uh, quick way of detecting when people are are cheating or hacking. Um, so they usually take those people and then put them in queues that only other hackers can, can win against. So it's like, if you got caught for steroids in the Olympics, they're yeah. going to have an Olympics just for you and other people who are on steroids. Yeah. And who's the best roided up yeah, person? It's like, it's a, like that. what do you call a soft ban? Exactly. Like they're not
1: preventing you from playing,
0: but right. you're going to play with other people that are using the same thing. Exactly. Exactly. Cheaters. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So that's what I've been playing. Squads mode is really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it, again, it, it's a battle royale. There's no other way around it. Like that's, that's what it's defined as. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we're going to move on to news now. Um, the first thing I want to talk about is the PlayStation f- the PlayStation Store. So a couple of months ago, um, sorry, not a couple of months, uh, a couple of weeks ago, PlayStation Sony announced that they are going to be shutting down the PlayStation 3 and PlayStation Vita stores. Okay. And this was met with a lot of fan backlash because people are like, why are you, why are you closing the stores? Like there's still a lot of people clearly that, that use their PlayStation three and PlayStation Vitas. But other than that issue, it's the fact that there's a lot of digital games on these PlayStation stores that will not, be available anymore for the rest of you know eternity because mm-hmm. especially the Vita like that's the last handheld Sony console that was ever created they're not going to be making any more mobile or like handheld consoles because you know they're they lost yeah. to Nintendo. Yeah Nintendo's the king switch like how you, you know how are you not yeah. gonna buy a switch. Exactly. Over- yeah. So there's all these Vita exclusive titles that if they close the store will disappear. And, you know, a lot of people are saying like, that's what happened with the Wii. There was so many titles on the Wii, like not, not just shovelware, but like there a lot of indie titles on the Wii that kind of like disappeared because only the Wii had the control scheme to be useful for that game. Or like even the Sega Mega Drive, uh, uh, uh games. Like there's a lot of, um, uh, you know, old, classic old school games mm-hmm. on the, that were on the Wii console that mm-hmm. kind of just disappeared because, uh, Nintendo closed the Wii Shop, um, and you know there's that that gaming preservation that uh, people are worried about. Um, and again, as I mentioned before, there's also the fact that people still use the PlayStation, their PlayStation Threes and Vitas. So sp- Sony listened; they reversed it. So now they're not closing That's it interesting. anymore. I yeah. Think. So Jim Ryan, the president of Sony Entertainment America, um, said uh, basically that. Uh, we initially came to the decision of to end purchasing support for the PlayStation 3 and PS Vita. It was born out of a, uh, a number of factors, and then he says uh, to, he goes on to say, "I'm glad that we can keep this place of our history, this piece of our history alive for gamers to enjoyable. We continue to create cutting edge new game worlds for people." Okay, well, he's just you know doing his PR business, stuff. So. Yeah, so he. This is from the official PlayStation blog. Uh, this is a rare instance of Sony listening to fans and yeah. and not. You know, going through with something that they intended, which is interesting, because Sony usually just does whatever they want, and they won last generation, so they they're riding on the high horse right now. Um, But I'm really happy that they're not doing that because I'm currently playing a PS3 game, which is uh, Yakuza Dead Souls. It's a spinoff where you fight zombies, Hmm. and um, you know that game never got ported to the PS4 like so many other PS3 games and PS Vita games. Um, and if they were to close the store, then games like that would disappear forever. So I'm happy that they reversed uh, the closure.
1: Interesting. Yeah.
0: Um. So something you brought up before the podcast, Mortal Kombat's coming out tomorrow. Yep. Excited. We're gonna watch it, uh, right? So
1: I've actually, I'm not much of a fighting game guy, Same. other than like Smash Bros. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, that's very more of a party game. It's more of a party brawler. It's not like a traditional one v one combo-based well mortal i mean tell game.
0: that to the people that play melee they'll be like oh you're wrong well you know what it's still a party game like yeah like, it's,
1: <laughs> it, you got pokeballs come on yeah, yeah. um but yeah like I, I i was i've just never been into like street fighter or mortal Kombat or yeah. any of those uh you know marvel versus capcom or any of those any of those fighting games um but like um, i have a friend who is really into those that kind of stuff and sometimes i've watched him like sure. play play through like uh, some of the later mortal Kombat games it seems like it's got some interesting lore I'll, I'll just say that like they, they put some effort into these crazy backstories with these characters so that's what I'm kind of interested in mm-hmm. um, is like this this weird world that they build where there's this tournament called Mortal Kombat where like these interdimensional it's like an interdimensional competition where if humanity loses then um these weird you know interdimensional, I guess you could call them aliens, um, get to take over the earth if they if if humanity loses Mortal Kombat. So right. it's it's sort of a crazy storyline, which I think was just meant to be really ridiculous. You know, like an excuse to make a fighting game in the beginning. But they've really like built out this stuff. Like all the characters have backstories. There's characters who are related to each other yeah. and there's like twists in the story and origin stories and all that. And they're like all kind of like violent superheroes or slash supervillains. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I'm just kind of curious to see how, how all that plays out in the movie.
0: Yeah, me too. It looks really good. And, you know, I always say this whenever a video game adaptation comes out. I, I hope that this is the one that will break that barrier because we've yeah. had a bad track record. Speaking of which,
1: I watched the Monster Hunter movie. Wait, recently. that came out? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It came out a while ago actually. Oh. But I watched it. Uh the it's clear to me that they did the I, I don't know if it's it's that Paul W S Anderson. Yeah, guy. he did, did the Resident Evil mean, movies. Yeah, yeah and, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and Mir Jovovich is in it, of course. Oh, his wife. Yeah, um, yeah. So <laughs> it's clear to me that they put in enough research to make the the the, the, the creatures. So at least most of the creatures look true to the you know the game. They have some characters who use weapons and things and look really similar to the game. Right. Um, but the story's all over the place, and it's just. I mean, again, you know, you could just say it's an excuse to just have action. Um, but I. It's called Monster Hunter, and there's just not as many monsters in it as you oh, would think no. um and yeah it's it's also kind of weird where they do the it's the the video game world clashing with the real world sort of thing oh, where no. you have like characters from the real world u.s army soldiers go into the monster hunter world it's like, right Couldn't you just, like, I don't know, make a cool movie about people in the Monster Hunter world? Like like, i got to make it relatable yeah, to uh, a few people. I (laughs) I don't don't know. I guess because, like, Warcraft didn't
0: do well, and Warcraft was apparently really accurate. But it did really well in China, so they might make a a sequel that is just in Mandarin. I don't know. (laughs) I'm serious. Like, it could be possible. Yeah, well, yeah. Like,
1: uh, Warcraft apparently is very accurate to the Warcraft lore. Okay. Apparently, it just didn't make a lot of money, at least domestically. Um, and then so, and you know, obviously you have Sonic, which is the whole, it's the real world clashing right. with the video game world, but I, I thought it was a endearing movie. Right. Um, and then you have Detective Pikachu, which is in the Pokemon world, but obviously, you know, it, it's, it feels similar-ish to the real world because you obviously right. have human characters and they like, you know, references to things that are relatable, I guess. Um, so I don't know. We'll, we'll see about all these video game movies. If there's right. going to be one that'll actually be good. Yeah, this
0: one looks like it's going to be on the better end of it. Like, in more line with Detective Pikachu and Sonic. Because I I consider those video game movies... Good,
1: yeah, you know, uh, yeah, I like him. Um, yeah. and we'll see what happens with the
0: uh, Uncharted and uh, oh, Last God, of Us. About Uncharted. Last uh, of Us looks actually the casting in Last of Us is pretty good. Yeah,
1: cool. uh, who's who's playing Joel again? This is it
0: uh, Pedro Pascal, Pedro Pascal. Yeah. that's right. He's gonna be good. I want to, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I could see that. He's the Mandalorian, <laughs> yeah, he's the Mandalorian. He can pull off that <laughs> gruff
1: look, yes, um, he can pull off serious, he could pull off like, yeah, you know, like the emotional notes that a character like Joel has to play. But yeah, I'm curious to see how that plays out.
0: Yeah, I'm excited. I think it's going to be good, and I think Mortal Kombat's going to be good too. Um, we're gonna we'll we'll be watching it, and uh, we'll we'll give our thoughts. Yeah. Um, and the final piece of news I have is the the Great Ace Attorney, which is a prequel to the Ace Attorney series, is coming out on Switch. Um, it uh it's uh it was only released in Japan on the 3DS, and they they redid all the high res textures. They basically mm-hmm. remade it. To be uh, look to look better, so it's like the best looking Ace Attorney game, okay. uh, and uh, the Ace Attorney series is coming to Steam as well. So. Yeah, I've never played any of those games.
1: I just know of it from like memes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I see.
0: But yeah, I've never touched any of those games. I've actually played all of them. They're, really They're pretty good. Okay. Yeah, cool. I, I like the series a lot. Um, Shu is the creator. He's mm-hmm. great. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> There's also an Ace Attorney versus Professor Layton that I've also played. Oh, yeah, I've seen Professor Layton. Yeah, Pro- that's cool. Uh, Professor So it's interesting because they're kind of puzzle games both of them, but Professor Layton's more puzzles if anything. And mm-hmm. um, you know, uh Ace Attorney's more like like uh puzzles like uh, uh what's the what's the word? I was going to say detective puzzles, but like, you know, like you have to like think about clues and think about if like what like events Solving you- a mystery Exactly, yeah. It's rather more- than like yeah, putting together puzzles like putting together like, like a- yeah like figuring out where the pieces fit and but you you do both of those things in both games but in professor layton the pieces are more like visual whereas mm-hmm. in ace attorney they're more like uh text-based and you kind of have to like pr- like look at all your evidence and make sure that your the verdict that you're going to make is correct you know mm-hmm. um yeah, so the storyline of of uh Phoenix Wright's pretty good. This is take this takes place in Britain in the 1880s, I think, uh, and Japan, so it's like uh uh what's his name? It's the dude, I keep his Japanese name is uh Naruhodo Ryu. It's uh Phoenix Wright. Phoenix yeah. Wright's ancestor. So, it's about him, his ancestors, his British ancestor. So, it's going to be interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Um cool. So, moving on to comments and questions that we have from the community. All so, right, all right. First comment is from Hooded Dude on our uh, episode 161 Persona 5 Sanrio podcast where we talked about um Persona 5 strikers and have you heard about the Sanrio DLC that came out for Animal Crossing that sold out in like A 5 minutes? Sanrio DLC? Well, okay, here we go. <laughs> Real quick to recap, there was Sanrio DLC that it came in the form of cards. There's like six cards for so you do you have to buy something so yeah they, they're they only sold at target and you have to buy uh, it comes in one pack all six cards come in a pack and you have to like touch the nsc cards to your switch so okay. that it'll register so when you go to your island in animal crossing um, it'll say, oh, this person moved into your town because all, all six of the cards pertain to villagers that don't exist in the game yet. But now they do, obviously, because they're created. And all of the villagers have themes based on anim- uh, based on Sanrio characters. Oh, so
1: they aren't Sanrio characters
0: themselves. No, but. no. They have the costumes and, and their houses are themed after Sanrio characters. Uh. That DLC at Target sold out in five minutes online. Like, oh, extremely fast, and it's super hard to I mean, to I'm not surprised. Yeah. Rio's
1: huge, it's especially in Asia. Yeah. yeah.
0: But this is in the U.S., though, because Asia has their own thing, but in the U.S., it's sold out. Oh, I'm still not surprised. Yeah, yeah, like exactly. Hello Kitty, all that, that's super yeah. popular. Yeah. You know, um, depending on the crowd. Yeah. Uh, it's $6 for all that, so... Of course, it, it's so cheap, yeah, right? Yeah. So I'm sure there's going to be scalpers, too, obviously. Yeah, I, oh, yeah. Uh, but there's people on eBay. There's... Oh no, I'm not eBay. Uh, Etsy. Kind of people on Etsy have created their own versions, so you could just buy them, but they're yeah. more expensive. But, oh, yeah. Because you know, I, I have a friend who couldn't wait, and he's like, I just... I need this.
1: Yeah, I, I heard it's easy to, to copy that, too. Like, if you get the cards... Um, you can just scan it and get the code and then just make your own versions of it. Yes. Cause I've seen videos where people do that with the lightsaber, the Kyber crystals that you get at uh, Disney world or Disneyland Yep. where you can just, cause I, from what I understand, they give you a random one. Um, and so you get like blue, green, red, whatever. Um, and then, but you can, you can edit the code to make it any color that you want and just like get any lightsaber color you want. So yeah, pretty cool. much. But yeah. It's like easy to copy those kinds of things. So yeah.
0: yeah. And uh, you know, Nintendo hasn't said anything about people copying it. I think they're just like, okay, well, we're still making money from the actual thing, you know. <laughs> yeah. So that's good. Um. But anyways, I digress. So hooded dude says, "All right, I'm getting it. I'm getting Persona Five Strikers in response to Elisa and I talking about. Mm-hmm. I haven't played Persona Five Strikers or any Persona game. Yeah. Um. So he says, "All right, I'm getting Persona Five Strikers. I don't remember most things about Persona Five, but this sounds really fun. A road trip. Yeah." Uh, so Persona 5 Strikers is made by the people that made Dynasty Warriors. It's a spinoff. Okay. So it's kind of like... uh it's like Hyrule Warriors? Uh, yeah, basically like Hyrule Warriors. Um, uh, except I don't think it's the same battle system. I need to look at some videos again. But hmm. it takes place after Persona 5 and the whole crew is like on a road trip and during summer vacation because they're all high school students in Japan. Mm-hmm. And you go all around Japan, which is cool. Um, and they make some Yakuza references because um, Atlas, the company that produced... Uh, persona the persona series is owned by sega so they can make all these yakuza references which is kind of fun uh yeah so uh, i have yet to play the persona 5 games but how did dude i hope you hope you get it let us know what you think i think you might have gotten it already in in our discord and i just haven't seen it but thank you so much for leaving the comment dude nice um okay so we got a question from dave 97 aka chariot goblin on our discord and dave asks What one-off games do you wish received a sequel? Personally, I think Sleeping Dogs should have received a sequel. What do you think, Jordan? I want to answer his question, but I want you to go first.
1: Uh, One-off games. I'm going to have to really think about that because most of my favorite games did get sequels or are sequels.
0: So I have to think about that one. Okay. Uh, Dave, I agree with you. Sleeping Dogs should have had a sequel. There was a there was a sequel, a brief sequel called Triad Wars, which was an online MMO. It was in beta for a while, and uh, it it reused the exact same map. So you know, shout out to RGG uh-huh. who also reuses their maps for the Yakuza games. Um, so I played, I downloaded and played that that beta, Dave, and I absolutely hated it. It was it just <laughs> felt it just felt weird. It, it was like it was like imagine playing a Yakuza game. And, um, in, in Komurocho and you're, you see a bunch of other people and it's not the same. Like, I don't know the, the, the way that they tried to make it an MMO just didn't work out. And cause there was like a, a gang system and there was like some, some, some parts that were, uh, like RTS kind of, and it was mm-hmm. really confusing what you had to do um but dude i love sleeping dogs so much there's still a movie that's supposed to be made with donnie yen but he's getting old so maybe they might have simu lu be (laughs) be donnie be uh uh um so uh for those that don't know sleeping dogs is a game produced by uh distributed by square enix but produced by there's i forget they're like a canadian studio um uh, but I, I remember getting it in 2012 when it first came out. Do you remember I, I yeah, told you I remember, about
1: it? Yeah, I remember watching you play it.
0: Yeah, I, I loved that game back then. I still love it now, and I wished it got a sequel, but that because that, that that studio made that MMORPG, they went under because it it didn't do well, even though they made money off of Sleeping Dogs. Um, Yeah, dude, I, I love Sleeping Dogs so much. The story is really good. There's a lot of callbacks to, like, um, triad movies and especially John Wu movies. There's like a whole hospital scene that's just an entire callback to Hard Boiled, which is a, a famous John Wu movie from like mm-hmm. 1992. Um, yeah, dude, um, I agree with you there. But to answer your question, that's not Sleeping Dogs because uh, that's a, that's a really good one. Uh, oh man,
1: this it's is a hard choice. Yeah, because like a lot of my favorite games of all time are sequels like i've yeah I've, like B- borderlands series yeah. um borderlands 2 is a lot better than one yeah I've, for sure I, and borderlands 3 is basically just like it's like 2 with it's better in game mechanics than 2 but worse in story than 2 <laughs> it's dlc <laughs> so, yeah uh, sort of <laughs> okay. but yeah like two, 2 2 is the best um and then i like really like risk of rain 2 right. um i would still say uh i would still say um uh, Destiny 2 is one of my favorite games, even though I kind of burnt out on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Path of Exile is one of my favorite games, but that's getting a sequel, sort of. Um, Overwatch is getting a sequel. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. You gotta dig deeper. You gotta, so Jordan, hard. you gotta dig deeper. The only deeper. one I could think of, which is a weird choice, <laughs> sure. is Gary's Mod. Imagine a Gary's Mod 2, which you think, like, Gary's Mod doesn't really need a sequel, right? Because sure. he can do anything. But imagine Gary's Mod with, like, much better graphics, you oh, know, like and like Source maybe, 2 or Source yeah, 3. Or maybe yeah, or maybe improved mechanics, some kind of improved yeah. some improved quality of life, you know, make it more accessible to people who right. don't know how to mod or whatever. Right, like that would be kind of cool if they brought Gary's mod, uh, made a Gary's mod two that had more more stuff to do in it. Because I was actually talking to our cousin about that because we used to play it a lot. Yeah, um, and it's it's just a ridiculous game. It's it's Roblox, but not as Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. You could just kind of do anything. <laughs> yeah. Right. But, uh, yeah. I don't know. That's the only one that came to mind, is the only, the only game I can think of. That's, it's, it's weird because it's kind of a game made up of games. Um, but it would be kind of cool if they made an
0: improved version of Gary's Mod. And, uh, I see. Yeah. Um, for me, I'm going to say Judgment, which is a spin off technically of the Yakuza series. I want them to make a sequel. It's an open world game. Um, because the Yakuza series, Jordan, moved on to um, turn-based combat instead of brawler combat, mm-hmm. real-time brawler combat. But the Judgment series uh, is still, I believe, still doing brawler combat. They have not mentioned a sequel. I hope they do. I want them to make a sequel. Um, so I don't know if that is a, a, a validating answer, Dave. Uh, I'm trying to think.
1: I'm going to bring up my my Steam library right now just to look. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, okay. I, 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 it's, it's mostly because I've... Played so many games that it's but what like, about like
0: what about like stuff that we used to play when we were younger, like Genesis or N64 uh, or GameCube I feel games? like a lot of those
1: got remakes or sequels, though. That's true. I'm trying to think, um, um yeah, because that's true. Because we used to play a lot of Sonic, we used to play a lot of Mario, yeah, because we
0: can't say Sonic Adventure 2 because technically Sonic Heroes is three Adventure 3, yeah, um, but and, I mean,
1: it would have to the question is about a one off, yeah, exactly. Right? So it would have to be a game
0: that like i'm just looking at my list and
1: sure. almost all of these have sequels killing floor killing floor yep. 2 um monster hunter is a sequel divinity original sin 2 is a sequel no man's sky I, it's i feel like it's too early in it, no man's sky is already being developed so or continuing to be developed so it's you know i can't really ask for a sequel for that yeah uh oh terraria, terraria oh 2. that's a good one would be legit if yeah. they brought it to like 3d somehow yeah that would be legit because yeah. taria for like those who don't know i mean it's a big name. so most people probably know or well, not big in the sense of like well it's an indie game obviously but you right know, it's, it's pretty popular um but for those of you who don't know it's like a side scroll it's kind of like minecraft you can compare it to minecraft cause it's like yeah you know you spawn on a randomly generated world and you craft a bunch of stuff but it's got so much more in-depth like dungeon crawling aspects i guess you could say because yes. there's like bosses yes. and there's monsters and there's villages with npcs and uh like quests sort of that you can kind of go on there's like uh you can go all the way down to the depths of the underworld and fight mm-hmm. a giant monster and mm-hmm. like it's just there's a lot more to it um so uh, that'd be cool terraria terraria 2 would be okay would be pretty awesome
0: yeah cool so there you go dave hope that answers your question <laughs> um Do you want to say another game or do you, is it okay to move on to the next one?
1: Uh, yeah, I think that if it comes to you, we can answer. I mean, either the games are too recent to warrant a sequel or they are sequels. So I, I, there's not really much else I could say.
0: Okay. Yeah. No worries. Um, so we have two more questions here. Well, I guess comments, questions, um, So one from Hooded Dude, um, and Hooded Dude asks, what game would you erase from your mind to replay again, aside from Yakuza (laughs) 0? You know me too well, Hooded Dude. And I know that's probably also Elisa's... Uh, choice as well Uh, and then he goes on to say what price would a next-gen system have to be for you to get one assuming they were available also does it suck that judgment ps5 version is not free for owners of the ps4 version question mark yes or yes i found that out today (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay so there's multi-parts here so the first one um, what game would you erase from your mind to re- to replay again?
1: Uh, so the one that first came to my mind, but I don't know if it's really my top pick, was Bioshock, the first Bioshock. Oh, that's a good pick. Because I had a really good time with that, but I played it in, like,
0: high school, I'm going to say? Mm-hmm. It was a long time it ago. That came out in 2008.
1: Yeah, so it was high school, yeah. And I remember that like, being my favorite game at the time because I just thought the story was good and the game mechanics and all that. But honestly... I'd say Titanfall 2. Ooh, that is such a good campaign. <laughs> it is like it's it's not even that long, sadly, but it is such a good game. Like yeah. my, I, I've been watching my one of my friends play it, and I'm just like, oh, this is uh, you know like yeah. like I it's been me reminiscing. I'm like, oh, it's a time travel level. Yeah, oh, it's, <laughs> that's, it's the the, that's the it's best. That's the best Factory level. That's oh, the best. Like, yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, and like all you play as the different titans, it shows you all the different mechanics and different guns. And there's like you, there's like a the, the characters are actually interesting. Well, the main character you play as is kind of like you know, generic soldier man, yeah. Um, but there's BT who's the titan and he's just a robot, but you yeah. develop like a you've developed feelings for him, he's, you care yeah, about him, there's so much attachment yeah, to BT, and it's just yeah. like oh, it's it's such a good story. And it's I wouldn't even call it like an original story per se, um, but like I don't know, it's just well done, and it's just a well done game mechanically, like. Uh, in terms of game design, they're really good about, like, showing you an interesting mechanic, and then it just disappears, and then a new mechanic comes up, and it's like, you never mm-hmm. get burnt out on a mechanic, or you get tired of a mechanic, where it's just like, like, again, uh, you know, small, minor spoilers, there is a a map, or a level that involves time travel, and it is really, really interesting how they do it, and then it never comes back again, which is kind of sad, but at the same time, it just, like, it kind of fits the story, that it would only be involved in that area, and then you kind of just move on from that, and you just focus on other mechanics, and it's, like, there's always a new mechanic or a new scenery, and it's just, like, they do a really good job of not making it feel boring at all. There's always something new around the corner, and it's just super interesting, and, again, I don't know. Mechanics are great. Characters are great. uh, The story's great. uh, Yeah, the graphics is great. Like, it's, it's just... Probably top tier for me in terms of uh, campaigns. Timefall two. It's awesome. a shame.
0: It's a shame that, that game got shafted by Call of Duty.
1: Yeah. And it's also EA, right? So mm-hmm. like why'd they release them at the same
0: time? Like it's so to 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 shaft them, I don't know. <laughs> like yeah, and then and Battlefield
1: <laughs> also came out around that time. Yeah, so it was just like everyone was competing. I I, and
0: and sadly, more people played Call of Duty and Battlefield. Uh, however, uh, you know, Titanfall two still did well. All things yeah. considered, I mean, they made Apex, and now they're making Titanfall three supposedly. So we'll see. Um, yeah. I hope Titanfall three has a store has a campaign because
1: I, I I don't know I don't I didn't touch the Titanfall two multiplayer. Well, I played it way after release, so I don't think that yeah. I- many people were playing it anymore. Um, but like I would I would jump into Titanfall 3 just for the, if there's a campaign.
0: Yeah. I feel it. Um for me, I'm gonna say Luigi's Mansion, the original one, because that game is such a treasure and I if I could erase that one from my mind and replay it again, I would do it. Um because mm-hmm. it was it's a launch title for the GameCube and the music is memorable, the characters are fun uh you know the ghost designs are the best in my opinion of all three games in the yeah, series
1: yeah yeah i i feel like they expand on it with the sequels but it's like the sequels will always have
0: things that you've seen before yes and there's nothing
1: like that first experience for like what is
0: this game? exactly this game exactly. is so creepy yeah yeah and that music will never leave my head it's so memorable you know oh yeah yeah and, uh, the soundtrack Mario? is great Mario? <laughs> yeah 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 exactly um so yeah uh uh, Hoda dude, Hope that answers the first the first part of your question. What price would a next-gen system have to be for you to get one, assuming they're available? So, uh, a next-gen system. Which one would you get, first of all? He, he's not saying. I'd probably
1: get the PlayStation. Same. Just because of the game lineup? I don't know. Nothing really interests
0: me with Xbox. Um. We didn't really grow up as Xbox kids. Yeah,
1: I mean, there's know? Halo, but it's most, a lot of the stuff coming for Xbox is gonna be on PC because it's Microsoft.
0: I feel like they're slowly moving towards software instead of yeah, hardware because so, the hardware is just a computer well I mean technically all consoles yeah, are they, computers yeah all consoles are computers right. yeah.
1: but yeah it, I'm just not that interested in Xbox but Same. then PlayStation has a lot of exclusives so um, I don't know I guess I'm more interested in PlayStation um, but to answer like what price I would want preferably for a console like 500 is <laughs> yeah, I was gonna max. say max yeah but like some of these go up to like 8, 7, 800 I'm like yeah. I, that's a lot I'd rather just buy new parts for my PC exactly <laughs> you Yeah. Know?
0: yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree with, I would agree with Jordan Hooded, dude, um, definitely PS5, and if it was 500 or less, me, 550, 600, that's, that would be my max, but mm-hmm. anything above that, no, that's that's too much money, and I know the PS5s go for a lot of money these days, and rightfully so, you know, they got really cool specs, and uh, I don't know, it, it looks cool, I guess you, you pay big money for a big console, because it's pretty big, mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, PS Five is is one of our li- one on our list. As, if you can't already tell, Alisa is also a a Sony fanatic. She's that was her console growing up. but She has all the Sony consoles. So nice. Um, yeah, she's she would also say PS Five <laughs> if she were here. <laughs> um, and then the final question: Does it also suck that Judgment PS Five version is not free for the owners of the PS Four? Yes or yes? Yes, I agree. Yes, the, the second yes, <laughs> not the first yes. <laughs> uh, cool. And our final question is from Elisa. Okay. She asks if you had to take a tourist to one place in the Bay Area, where would it be? Ooh, anywhere in the Bay Area. Anywhere in the Bay Area. I want to say Pacifica because Ooh. I really like the hikes and the it just feels like a sleepy little town near the coast and it's it's got that taco bell <laughs> which is awesome. Yeah, you can go to the beach, you can true. go hiking, um you can explore and the, like the little bit of the forest there. Um yeah. It's a good hiking place. Good photography spots.
1: Yeah, uh I'll go with Golden Gate Park nice. because there's a lot to do in Golden Gate Park. Like it's huge. Yes. I um, like there's like a there's a Japanese tea garden you could go to. Yeah, There's like two different museums. There's a MoMA and um the uh Academy of Sciences, which uh you know, I'm I'm I've been there a couple times and I really like it. Um and they also have like this nightlife thing if you go there on like well, I don't know if they do it now because of COVID, but um, they normally have like this nightlife stuff at the museums, um, and there's like a Ferris wheel in Golden Gate Park now too. Um, and there's like a lake you can go paddle boating. Mm-hmm. Um, you can have a picnic. You can, you know, uh, you know, go for a jog. Um, there's like, you know, sometimes they'll have like festivals there, mm-hmm. um, activities and things like that. So, and it's, I don't know, it's just kind of, it's just weird to see this whole like foresty area in the middle of San Francisco. Yeah. Um, and yeah, there's just obviously lots of places to eat and stuff nearby. So. Uh, I, yeah, I'd pick Golden Gate Park.
0: Yeah, and there's also Buffalo. Oh
1: yeah, the bison.
0: Yeah, and then there's a uh, 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 archery range as well.
1: Oh yeah. yeah. And then
0: there's homeless people, which is also
1: cool. Oh, uh, and ghosts. You yeah, ghosts and homeless yeah. people. So you guys <laughs> don't. Know. There's a
0: ghost cop and a ghost mom. Yeah, I mean, you guys will have to do your own research there. We're not going to tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> you guys figure it out yourselves. <laughs> 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 go go Google it. It's it's kind of funny. Well, no, nah, well, I guess it's not really funny. It's more like <laughs> why? Well, okay, this is like a thing that exists. But I mean, there's haunted places everywhere in every city, right? Yeah, Golden right. Gate Park is just it's on the,
1: the, the some of the ghost stories on the official Golden Gate Park website. So yeah, well, there I, you go. Hey, uh, you know, there you go. They endorse or well, not endorse, but you know, they they uh,
0: they, acknowledge they acknowledge that it, it happened. Yeah, you know, they acknowledge it. that it's there. They acknowledge the ghost um, stories. Uh, I know this isn't part of the question uh, Alisa, and thank you for asking the question, Alisa hooded dude and Dave, um, your questions. I mean, um, I would also take someone to Chinatown. I think that's really interesting cause it's one of the oldest Chinatowns in the United States. Mm. The oldest, the oldest dim sum restaurant, I think in the United States is, uh, at, at Chinatown. I've went there. It's like, it was built in like 1901 or something mm-hmm. before the earthquake and the fire. Um, so that place is really good. Mm, and, yeah. um, Another place I would take someone to, uh, Pier 39, just because it's like, I don't know, some, some people might want to go, like, depending on who I'm taking, they mm-hmm. might want to be like, oh, want to see somewhere really touristy. And it's like, okay, we're yeah, going to go true. here. Like, I want to see, you're going to see the seals. You're going to see like all the, the, the tourist shops. There's Bodine's. There's that like mini donut place. Um, if it's Christmas, there's a giant tree. And if you want to oh, hike yeah. somewhere, you can go to Coit Tower, you know? Yeah. Yeah. The, the, pier, the right pier
1: in general. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a lot. Oh, like Fishman's Wharf. Exploratorium. Yeah. Sortorium is there there's a lot of good like if you're into the Instagram picture stuff like there's a lot of good scenery on the pier area yes Um, uh, like there's that one area where it's just like a really long bridge or a really yes. long dock or pier or whatever you call yeah. it um, where people like take pictures sometimes yeah. they put random artwork out there that's like temporary and they move it um, but, yeah, like that's a really good spot, too. Uh,
0: these are also really good date spots, by the way, everybody. Yeah, well, <laughs> you
1: know, when you get vaccinated and you're allowed to see people, you know. Exactly.
0: Uh, go out to these cool places. Yeah. Cool. I've actually
1: been on a date in... And- in golden gate park no oh, really how'd that we, go we went to the museum uh, it oh it went well wait was this recently no oh okay <laughs> it was like 2019 before oh COVID. Okay, okay uh it, it didn't work out in the end but that oh, that, well. that first date was pretty good okay <laughs> so that, hey they led, led to more dates living ultimately. proof there you, know, you go they didn't work out but <laughs> yeah
0: uh yeah okay cool everybody yeah thank you guys for submitting your questions this is uh these are really good questions um If you'd like to submit another question, you can go to our website, www.downtime.live. You can submit a question there. Um, Click on the contact form, fill it out. It'll send um, a message to our email, which we'll read on the podcast. Um, You can also send us an email with a comment or question the old-fashioned way, contact at downtime.live. Again, that's contact at Um, uh, downtime.live. If you send us an email and leave us a comment or question, we'll read it on the podcast. We've gotten a few spam emails, which is kind of... (laughs) <laughs> dumb it's just like some person asking i don't know like i can post a, a, a blog post on your website i'm like i don't know who you are um if you want to leave us a review on apple Podcasts slash itunes you can um you can uh write us a review we'll read it on the podcast uh, we are now on spotify google podcasts we have been on stitcher and podbean for a while leave us a comment wherever this podcast is hosted that you can post a comment and we'll find it. We'll read it on the podcast. Um, if you'd like to communicate with us, if you want to join our fun little community on discord, you may, if you uh, click on the discord link or I guess the, the, the word discord, wherever this podcast is allowed to have links on um, YouTube is one uh, that comes to mind. mind or uh, uh, Spotify, Spotify, If you want to click on the 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 link to join our discord there we talk about video games movies uh media anything we have we have we have like little chat sections for any of that stuff so come on by join our discord say what's up and um follow us on twitter um at downtime live we also have a steam group if you guys want to play games with us uh and we have a twitch that's kind of inactive but um maybe we'll we'll boot it back up again um and yeah so That was it. Um, Thanks again for joining today, Jordan. Yeah, of course. Uh, This is fun. Thanks for having me. Of course. Of course. Um, All right, guys. Thanks for listening to Downtime Podcast episode 163. Have a good night. Good night.